Tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. Daniel, we missed last week due, some, due, due to some uh, technical scheduling snafus, but... Uh, I think we have a lot to talk about this week, and it should be pretty good. What do you think? I think, uh, yeah, we do have a lot to talk about, but I think it's all good stuff that we got to talk about. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. So, let's get right started into it and talking about some uh, Televised Heroics news first. We have a new character showing up in arrow soon uh, a league of assassins alum uh, actress will be kira zargoski zargorski um she i guess she's best known from helix uh sounds like she let's see we get a rundown of her character says uh zargorski's casting comes along not long after it was reported that katrina law is heading back to the cw series as nisa Agul. When the former League of Assassins leader resurfaces in Star City to warn of an impending danger that will threaten everything we know and love. So, uh, she'll be uh, part of the League of Assassins, or used to be part of the League of Assassins. And uh, she was very close to Malcolm Merlin, I think. Uh, it sounds like her character will be Athena. So, what, I mean, what do you think? What do you, what do you make of all of that? Um, it's surprising that they're bringing somebody else and they're not bringing back, um, Talia. And you know what? I, I think that might be what's going on here because, uh, whatever the, the actress maybe who played Talia just couldn't come back for whatever reason. They needed to find someone else to be the opposing, uh, character in that situation. And, uh, this is who we're getting this Athena character. Um, I would say, and then maybe they, they, they're going to, she'll be a character that they can kill off and not have to worry about fan backlash or anything like that. Okay. That would actually make a lot of sense then. Yeah. Uh, over on FX, we have the Legion wow. season two poster come out. It sports, uh, our character of David in a mirror that's split many ways. And it also has the return date of April 3rd. Wow. Um, it's coming up soon. Are you excited for that? Are you excited for the return of Legion? Uh, I mean, we both agreed that it was a weird show. Um, I just hope that th- this one is um, a lot more, um, I guess, grounded and it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope that we get more better episodes than just the last two like we did in the first season. Yeah. Um, also, I wonder if they got their idea for the poster from the movie poster uh, for Split. 
I mean, it's very similar, so I I wouldn't see why not. I guess you know it, it's it seemed a, a lot like that one. Yeah, and I mean, it would make sense too, since you know, with his powers and his schizophrenia and everything that's going on in his world too. Right. Uh, yeah, it's all very similar. Uh, Are you looking forward to the return? I don't know. Like, I don't. I really didn't like the show all that much. I I was really bored with it throughout most of it, and then, but the last two episodes were were really good. Uh, they were something that I really enjoyed. So I, I'm very I'm very conflicted on the idea of season two. Uh, I guess it will have to live up to its own. If they can deliver episodes like that, uh, like the last two episodes, would you would it suck you back in? Yes, yes. If the okay. second season can be as good as. Uh, those last two episodes, I would it would it would definitely have me as a viewer, a loyal viewer. Awesome. So, um, I uh, asked Kyle Laver on Twitter, uh, who we interviewed, uh, who voices for Gohan and Dragon Ball. I noticed that he uh, always retweeted or tweeted something about Legion. So I asked him if he works on the show, um, or if he's a fan. He actually says he's a big X Men fan and he has been looking forward to the show. Wow! So that surprised me. Yeah, that is surprising. But then again, I've talked to a couple of people, um, especially some of the media, social media groups on Facebook, and there's actually been fans of the show as well, which I don't un- really understand why. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it for some people. Like, I feel like what they do is, or I don't want to say they do. What I think what it, how it strikes for some people is that the ones that really like it are comic book fans, but are tired of what comic book shows normally are like they kind of you know, like I mean, you look at flash and arrow and uh you know supergirl they're all they, they, they they're very similar they they have the same flow the same tropes they the same type of writing and obviously legion is very different that is true um and it does do dif- things a lot differently from other shows you write and even when it is campy, it's completely different campy from the, you know, other superhero shows. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you have the, the like, just the dance number alone <laughs> yeah. is uh, completely different. Uh, also, Harley Quinn, the animated series, they've been talking about this. I believe it's supposed to go over to the DC streaming subscription service, whatever that's going to be. Uh, I think it's supposed to, I, I still think... If I remember correctly, it's supposed to happen before the end of the year at some time. Uh, when they first mentioned it last year, they said fall of this year. Okay, so yeah. So somewhere, yeah, fall, winter, that makes sense. Uh, we'll be getting our Titan show and Young Justice Season 3. And also this Harley Quinn animated series. Now, the hashtag show went, out, it went and put out uh, what I guess is... The character breakdowns for uh, some of the characters that will show up in the show. Obviously, the Joker. Uh, they put age 40, equal parts homicidal and charismatic, has been Harley Quinn's longtime awful boyfriend. But when Harley breaks up with him, he, she vows to take his cherished number one spot on the most wanted list. The Joker thinks of Harley as his creation, and as she grows in power, so uh, so does everything he can to... Or he does everything... Does he does everything he can to stop her? Sorry, uh, Pamela, Doctor Pamela Is- Isley, 
aka Poison Ivy, late 20s, sarcastic and incredibly smart. Ivy is Harley's best friend and now roommate, very much a loner. She prefers plants over people. Ivy is sometimes the voice of reason, but always a true friend to Harley. Ivy soon becomes her reluctant partner in crime. Series regular. Uh, Joker was also a series regular. Um, Obviously, as fans of the animated series, the 90s animated series, Batman animated series, and then, uh, you know, Batman comics, it makes sense to have these two characters in a Harley Quinn show, right? Right. Um, And then when New 52 launched um, and they did the solo Harley Quinn comic, you know, um, Pamela or uh, Poison Ivy was, you know, her partner in crime for a while, too. Right. Yeah. So they, it makes sense. Yeah. They had their own comic book where the two of them were constantly pulling, pulling capers together. So, yeah. uh, who, I mean, as the person I know that knows the most in, uh, voice actors for a series, regular Joker and a series, regular poison Ivy. And you can't say Mark Hamill, who would you want to voice those characters? Oh, then if we're going to go that route, then I say that we use Troy Baker. Troy Baker is Joker? Yeah. Um, in Batman Arkham Origins, he voiced uh, for for the Joker in that game. And he voiced matched Mark Hamill and sounds pretty damn close to him. <laughs> so you, you would even, so since I said you can't have Mark Hamill, you go for someone that could do Mark Hamill's voice. Yes. <laughs> But um, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate, but I also enjoyed uh, John DiMaggio um, when he was a Joker in Under the Red Hood. You know what? I enjoyed that one, too. I thought I thought he did a great job. So, I mean, more yeah, power to him. I've talked to a couple of people, and uh, they just say, like, his voice didn't fit the, the character. They're like, oh, it was just Bender, you know, just laughing crazy. <laughs> I didn't, you know, and I didn't even get Bender. But then again, you know, my problem with voice, I, I, I don't recognize voices all that often right so, so I, I don't know maybe it just went over my head what about for uh ivy like i know i i like paget brewster and i know she's done the voice of her in the animated movies but uh who, who would you like to see as poison ivy do the voice of poison ivy i think uh kari walgren she could probably do a good job at it i mean um isn't she like super busy already yeah super busy <laughs> <laughs> Um, if not, um, I would definitely also go for uh, Laura Bailey, but I know in uh, the, she's busy with the Batman Telltale series uh, where she's voicing for Selena, Kyle. Oh, okay. That's cool. All right. Um, last one I wanted to talk about, a actor that we know all too well from Arrow, Colton Hayes, tweeted a few days ago. Hashtag Nightwing, and then a couple like happy face emojis after that, and then uh, a minute later he ha- he tweeted, "This is going to be a great year." Now I think some people have taken that to be that maybe he's trying to, uh, you know, get get casted, casted, get cast as Nightwing in the Nightwing movie. I mean, we know we already have a Nightwing in the T- Titans TV show, uh, yeah. but he's not. Sa- I don't. Know. To me, the tweets aren't saying that he's going to be Nightwing, and we know from the director Chris McKay, who also tweeted out that 
Uh, there's been there's no casting news for Nightwing, you know, anytime soon. Maybe he's going to be playing somebody else in the Nightwing movie, or maybe he's in talks to play someone else in Nightwing movie. That'd be pretty cool. Who do you think? Uh, you know, he would be though. You know, I, I mean, it would sound stupid, but he could play. He could play Roy Harper in the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who else could he be? I is he is he old enough to be uh, Red Robin? Like Tim Drake? Yeah. I mean, I would say he's too old to play Tim Drake, but it's a possibility. I mean, he looks he looks pretty young. So yeah, no, he does look pretty young. I, I, I'll give you that, but I guess I would I would want someone that looks like like the same age as Tom Holland to play Tim Drake. Okay, that's what I would want, and he's just—he just looks a little bit older than that. I mean, I, he's got to be—he's probably in his mid to late twenties, right? I want to say probably late twenties. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, I really think that it could—he could—he could be playing somebody else. Maybe he's playing, uh, you know, like Dick Grayson's friend or something, or. Uh, he's playing a, a villain. That, that'd be cool. I don't know what villain he could possibly be playing, but maybe he's playing a villain. That'd be pretty cool too. I mean, they're they're gonna have to obviously go with uh Batman characters or villains, and they'll probably use like B villains or C villains for his main villain. Yeah, I mean, the only really uh bad guy I know that's like a Nightwing bad guy is uh, uh Blockbuster. Okay. And um, I know that they uh, made him relevant again um, back when Nightwing had his uh, his run uh, a little while ago. Right, right, yes. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and get started. Let's get talking about our televised heroic shows, our uh, superhero comic shows on TV. Starting with Supergirl, as always. We have two episodes of that to talk about. Uh, I know... In we did the cyberbullying one already, right? He, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then the one before or the one after that was uh February, no January. Was it the January? Lena, uh, Lena's mom comes back. Lena's mom. <laughs> All right. So something in that episode that was really fucking awesome was the fact that we got to see the fucking Lex armor in fucking use. That thing was awesome looking. Yeah, it really was. Um, just like Wynn said, it looked awesome. Um, and like you said, too. Um, and then it looked too fake either. I really enjoyed seeing that on TV. Right, it didn't look bad at all. So uh, basically what happened in this episode is uh, someone tried to kill Morgan Edge, and then Morgan Edge tried to kill Lena... And then because of that, like, Lena talks to her mother and uh, her mother – what's her mother's name? Dude, I always forget it. I always forget it too. must be I – mean, Lillian. So Lillian oh, – that's right. Lillian Luther. Uh, you know, decides she's going to protect her daughter and go full-on kill Morgan Edge, like, status. And yeah, uh, she's like, uh, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. 
Yeah, he's a dick. He deserves <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't. It's, uh, wait, Morgan Edge did try to poison Lena, right? But who was right, it that with tri- the coffee? Right with the coffee. But who was it that tried to kill Morgan Edge? Um, that was uh, also Lena uh, Lillian. The first time, I thought so. Oh, okay. So she's she started it all off in the first place. Yes. All right. Uh, now, was Supergirl out of commission in this episode? No. I don't. I Not don't, at all. I don't know why I can't See, remember what what she did in this episode. She basically rescued uh, Lena uh, by making her go through hypothermia to stop the the bleeding, or not the bleeding, but the circulation and the blood flow. So the poison couldn't uh, circulate. Yeah, the, yeah. And then the other thing she did is uh, she helped fight Lillian at the end, but that's pretty much it. And I think because of lack of Supergirl um, in this episode, I think that's what made. Uh, this episode feel like a giant B story for me. And you know what? Maybe that that kind of probably felt the same way too. Uh, we got to we got the introduction of uh, Julia Freeman though at the very end, played by Chris Marshall, who is going to be the second world killer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that goes into the next episode where we meet. Or, well, in this episode her introduction is uh, a car comes careening around the corner and uh, almost hits her friend. She pushes her friend out of the way and she takes the hit of the car on her own. Obviously she survives cause she's not human. And uh, in the next episode we get the idea, we get to find out what her actual, like what her other power is. And I guess uh, they're going after the, Kind of like the Four Horsemen nicknames, because wasn't she Pestilence? No, she was Purity. Oh, Purity, that's right. But you're right, because later on in the episode, they talk about finding uh, Famine, or no, they find they talk about finding Pestilence and Famine, I think. Yep. But, so that would mean that Purity is War and uh, Rain is Death? Yeah. That would make sense. Ah, I guess so. Uh, Since Rain wants to destroy everything. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I thought it was interesting that in that uh, like dream that Kara has in the the first episode of of the World Killers coming, you can see Julia's face, but the you can't make out the faces of the other two people because it's all blurred out, and they purposely done that so that you know I guess you couldn't see them. Or maybe they're not cast yet. <laughs> or maybe they're not cast yet. That could be it. But or, or, who else do we know in the show that was adopted? Uh, uh, Lena. Lena. Yeah. What if Lena ends up being one of them? But what would make her, you know, little thing go off and make her want to go crazy and kill people? I don't know. It could. It could literally be anything. Like it just, That's true. It, 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 I'm just saying. Why else would they? I mean, other than the fact they just haven't cast the person, the 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 characters yet. Why would they blur out the face? Because they. No, want, that's true. That's a really good point. They want to keep it a secret, uh, or keep the secret. So, 
That would be interesting because, like, you know, the, the Luther's always hating the the aliens from off the world and stuff like that. And ends up Lena is one of them. Because th- yep. the idea is that the, w- the story that we have is that Lena was uh, uh, the, the patriarchal Luther's, Lionel Luther's illegitimate daughter from another marriage, right? Yep. Or not another marriage, but an, uh, an affair. And she just became part of the family because her mom died. Yeah. Or am I remembering that from something else? No, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I think that that might be uh, something to look forward to or a storyline to look forward to. Yeah. Um, I'll see, you know, keep, be on the lookout for more clues and stuff. And that would definitely add to the whole once a Luther, always a Luther. Right. Exactly. Since that's all they've been saying ever since her character got introduced. <laughs> So, this whole time, and I think you brought this up before, uh, Alex is always preaching to Kara to be like, you need to remember that you're human, you need to, you know, not give in to your uh, alien side so much and stuff, but when she's interrogating, or yeah, when she's interrogating Julia, she's like, why are you being so kind to her and stuff like that, and it's like, well... You want her to be human. You keep telling her that. Last episode, you told me to stop doing this and do this. Yeah. It, Alex is all over the place, and, and they keep blaming it on this whole breakup, and I don't think that's... I don't think... I think that's too easy. I, I, I don't know. It feels like they're setting something up. And... Oh, God, I hope they don't kill her. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I, I wonder if they're going to kill her off. Why though? I don't because there's just too many characters already. I don't know. I I really don't know. I I just think there's something weird going on with uh, Alex's character. And then uh, Jimmy Olsen is uh, again. He's falling on the you know on the B side story too. There's not much going on in this show right now. I want to see more action. <laughs> more action would be good. Um. There was something going on with, well, I thought it was interesting John's interaction with uh, with with purity, like he uses his uh, intangibility powers to handcuff her. I just really think it's weird that they how they constantly don't use him enough. Because the if they use them more, the show would be called Martian Manhunter. I guess. I, I guess you're right. Then they need. I. I mean, I don't want to see him not on the show, but I feel like they would. They would need to like send him away on other missions more often. Yeah. The uh, go help out on Mars for a while. Right. Something like that. Um, I don't know. I feel like the show really need superman at this point right now too or you know when the war actually starts with all the world killers yeah uh it's i still hold out that maybe we get the the death of supergirl at the end of the season when she finally battles uh rain and then next season we get the beginning of the reign of supergirls and uh i think that'd be be pretty awesome yeah exactly uh, one of the other things. So, that, oh, I'm sorry. One of the other things I wanted to talk about was we find out more about Irma's. No, how do you say her name? 
uh, Saturn Girl, Emra, thank you, Emra and and Monel's relationship. It was totally a uh, marriage of uh, convenience, or not convenience, but of uh, like oh, I forget what those are called. When you know the they marry off two people to uh, u- unite forces, whatever you like say. And it an was an arranged marriage. An, I, not, I guess an arranged marriage is one of them, but it's something. It's it's called something else too. But yeah, they uh, they weren't in love when they first got married. Over time, he did fall in love with Emra, but he the his emotions now are going t- towards uh, Kara again. Yep, and and he and he has a heart to heart with uh, with Martian Manhunter. Right, and then uh, at the end of the episode, doesn't Emra say something like? Or is that the teaser for the returning episode when they come back, where she's like, "I, I got to tell you about our real mission here." I think um, that was. Oh, excuse me, um, I had a burp. Uh, I think that was for the preview. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, I mean, you don't think it's going to be like our real mission was to drop you off here or some shit like that, do you? I hope not. That'd be stupid. That would be stupid. <laughs> But then again, you know, love triangles. We need to get rid of those too. Yeah, or yeah. we need a problem. I don't know. It makes for great TV, I guess. No, you know, just let Monel go back to the future with Saturn Girl, and then you can have Kara move on to the next relationship. Because what I mean, if if my theory happens and she does die at the end of the season, then uh, you know he has no reason to stick around. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the the last thing I wanted to touch on is: uh, Do you think that this universe is set in the uh, you know movie universe since Zod has uh, has been killed in this universe? I was thinking that same thing when they said that 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 Superman killed Zod in this in this season and or this universe. So I was like, oh, I wonder if it is the same universe as the movie but i doubt it i mean in the comic books he did kill zod too but it wasn't he didn't snap his neck he used kryptonite okay yeah they don't go into the details of how he killed them but how does you know what do you think that zod is that in this universe uh i mean that's uh, that's interesting that's a interesting plot point to bring up it's something that they would have to deal with I feel like they brought it up kind of out of the blue too. It's very nonchalant, and maybe, maybe hey, that's a a way for them to be like getting the audience ready for the fact that Supergirl might have to kill Rain. I'm down. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to say about Supergirl? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, the Flash. Now. This would be the two episodes we're talking about is the one where he has to he's trying to get uh Big Sur like acquitted wow. or or uh freed from prison, right? Right. And then the other one was or and and in that one he has the he has the the one the bad guy has the powers to shrink things and make things grow. Yes. <laughs> it was uh it was a I don't know, it was another heavily um elongated man episode. Yeah. 
which definitely was. I I have to say this. I really enjoy Hartley Sawyer. I think he is killing it on the show. Uh, I love his portrayal of Plastic Man. Oh, I mean Elongated Man, but I really mean Plastic Man. <laughs> but I, I really, I just really dig him as a as a, an actor. I think what he's doing is is pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely enjoying everything he brings, you know, to the show. Um, it, and you know, the way they wrote the character is such a fun and great character for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you? Uh, what? What? Well, I mean, what do you think of this episode? Like, what do you? Th- what? How do you feel about Bill Ger- Goldberg as Big Sur? Like, I know that the last time we talked, I said he did okay. Like, he did good for what he had to do, and he was, you know. He's not the best of actor and stuff, but I really thought he brought it more in this episode. Yeah, um, not going to lie. I did get feels at the end when, you know, Barry uh, took him all the way to China. <laughs> such a such a specific place for him, too, he wanted to go. And he's like, obviously, I mean, there's not very many big Asian people. So he's <laughs> going to stick out like a sore thumb there. Yep. But hey, the prison warden doesn't know where he took him. That's right, and but we do know at the end of the episode that the prison warden knows that Barry is the Flash because he put in hidden cameras, all because he was making friends with Big Sir. So he's like, "Oh, I need to know what you're really up to." That is so weird. I don't know about all that. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Cecile is also getting powers herself. Yeah, um, and the way they explained it didn't make sense, but I guess I'll just have to sit there and take it. Well, how did they ex- have it make sense? How did they explain it? Wasn't it with the uh, the pregnancy just brought out some like, and because of the wave matter, just brought you know brought her latent powers out. I guess yeah, like it it I don't yeah I don't know I don't know. <laughs> How they explained it all that well, I don't know if it's supposed to be the baby that's giving their giving him powers, giving her powers, or it's you know something latent latent thing that like like you like they explained like you explained. However, I did in I did appreciate that they didn't go overboard with the whole like her suffering because she has powers now. Like, you know, most of the time if someone gets in a show or a movie, if someone gets the power to read minds, they have to go through that whole thing of, oh, my God, I can't turn the the sounds off. I can't turn the voices off. I'm going crazy. This is so painful kind of thing. She kind of just took to it really easily. And she, you yeah. know, she, she was enjoying herself. <laughs> yeah, she was. She's like, oh, my God, that guy's cheating. Oh, my God, that girl steals. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, like. You know, you know, she's reading, she's reading, uh, Joe's mind and stuff. And, uh, he's like, oh no, you know, but she, he explains it to her. Like, you know, I, I need you to see how I feel about this. And it's, it's, it was very, it was, it was a very cool use of the powers, I guess I would have to say. I mean, and they're starting to become useful too. Yeah, exactly. That's how they figure out uh, a rescue mission. (sighs) Now, uh, what do you think of this character that they created that had the power to uh, shrink and grow things, I guess? That's actually a really cool power. I will give the show props for it, but sucks that, you know, he was just a one-episode villain. 
Right. Uh, I thought it was weird, and I don't know if he's—I don't know if he's a character in the sh- in the comic books or not. I've never heard of Dwarf Star. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, I think actually, you know what? I think if I looked it up last time, I think he did have something to do with the atom. Okay. So, I, but I'm not sure. Either way, um, I thought it was weird how they solved their problem in the episode. So he uses the, his power on uh, on Ralph and Cisco, and. To get back, they trick him into shrinking something else, but they jump. Oh, they are inside uh, Harry's pocket. Well's pocket. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that have just made them smaller? I I mean, he was going to make Wells small. He wasn't going to make Wells big. Yeah, and I think in that episode, he shot two different colored uh, beams, too. So, I don't... I, I don't know. I don't know if it was just lazy writing or what, but it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me, but I was like, okay, you guys solved your own problems with that. Yeah, essentially. Um, uh, so, I guess the, the idea was to set up more villains or more people that got powers from the uh, the bus accident. Uh, which then led us into True Colors, the next episode, and we see yeah. that Iron Heights because Barry got found out by the warden, um, and the warden is a bad guy. He's selling off uh, Metas to Amunet, uh, Katie Sackhoff's character that we saw earlier in the season. Uh, yep. We see that uh, uh, the other characters that have been created from the bus accident, so... Uh, Are there, too? Yeah, Lady Luck and... Uh, what was the computer guy's name? Uh, the Kip- hacker guy? I don't remember. It was something like Killzone or... Uh, something something terrible. <laughs> Did Cisco come up with that name? It might. He might have. No, no. He came up with it himself. It was his. It was the name of his program. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Kilgore. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was, Kilgore. So Kilgore and Dwarf Star and Lady Luck and the mechanic. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. The, no. That's that's Devoe's wife's name is the mechanic. The the girl that can make. Uh, effigies oh, come to okay. life. I was going to say bringing eminent objects to life. Yes, that one. <laughs> yeah, her. Uh, they uh, were all in the same like area of Iron Heights that has uh, meta powers dampeners or it kills their meta powers, I guess. Yep. It, so one of the biggest things... Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I didn't have anything. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, one of the biggest things that, uh, you know, I don't understand is how Barry didn't give himself away or how come nobody asked him what his powers were because all he kept saying is like, oh, yeah, you know, once uh, once we're out of here, I'll be able to use my powers again. All of us will be able to use our powers. Well, he said something about, oh, well, the the warden said something about him being a speedster. And they, oh, okay. they all heard that, so that's I, I guess that's the reason why. But 
Yeah, I mean, how many speedsters do these guys know about in Central City? He's either the Flash or the Kid Flash, right? Yep, or yeah, because all the villains are dead. So yeah, Zoom you know. is dead, and uh, Reverse Flash is dead, or mm-hmm. dead for as much as they know. But yeah, yep. Uh, I don't know. That was it. It was pretty terrible for them not to figure it out. But they're villains, I guess. But Lady Luck, out of everyone, should have known because, like, you're not a bad guy. I can, you know, just by looking at you and talking to you, you're not a bad guy. Like, hmm, he's a speedster. Hmm, put two and two together. (laughs) Oh my god, you're the Flash. Uh, Especially when he said. You know, not all of us have to use our powers for evil. We can use them for good and help out other people in need. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting that she was the only one that was, like, turning towards the side of good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it made sense, too. She's like, no, last time, you know, I was out and about, I just hurt people and I don't want to hurt anybody else. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Kilgore probably still felt like he was being unjustly wronged or whatever because you know the first the first time around he killed off all of his uh friends and ex-co-workers and then uh the one girl that's just angry at people for stealing native american artifacts and i think that even the writers were kind of like making a joke about that themselves because at one point she's like they're like Oh, what are we going to do when we get free? And then he's like, I don't know. I'll go do this. And then she's like, well, you guys can all help me go steal back Native American (laughs) artifacts. And it's just like, yeah, you have a very niche thing. It's very weird. Yeah. I mean, even Kilgore, he's like, okay. He's like, I'm not going to do crime anymore. He's like, but I ain't going to, you know, rig the stock market. Yeah. Uh, And obviously he was, I, I don't know. I think he was lying about that because look at, uh, as, as soon as he got his powers, he was ready to, to kill the warden and whoever. But that meant, you know, if we don't do something about this, we're not going to escape and we're going to be put back in there. Fair enough. But, I mean, obviously they'd been, they should have been able to do things and not kill people. True. So Especially uh, Dwarf Star. Especially Dwarf Star, yeah. He can shrink everybody and and not step on them. You know, they'll just be small. <laughs> uh, it, at, with, with the big showdown with, uh, Amunette and, uh, you know, her using her powers and stuff. I, if you knew that you're going up against lady luck or whatever her name is, uh, I would stay really far away and make sure, my, you know, my powers didn't get used on me. And that's exactly what ends up happening. Yeah, it's like, oh, you gotta be kidding me, and falls down. Yeah. Um. What did you uh? What did you think of what Barry says at the end of the episode? Did, did Devoe create all these uh metas specifically to get those powers? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially after what we saw, you know, since he was sucking everybody else's powers and life away. So when he showed up, and that means that uh, the one the the does that mean that the last body, the one that he 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 got with the guy that that could read minds, uh, is gone now. Like, is he going to be able to tra- jump between bodies? Do you think, or is he is that other body dead and now he's inside the girl? 
He left that body on the chair, so... And the other body's just laying there. I don't think there's any... He has any use for them anymore, so I don't think he'll be able to swap bodies back and forth anymore. Huh. Unless they preserve those bodies, because, I mean, they're basically in a coma now until he puts his consciousness in them again. Right, exactly. I don't know. That's what that's what I was wondering. That was one of the things I wondered. Uh, because, obviously, I don't want lady luck to die i think she was uh, a neat a neat character and obviously she started becoming a good person there at the end yeah she was saying everything um you know the eyes of a hero and changing her mind about everything as well i think i um, i read something somewhere and i don't remember where but i think someone suggested what do you think if uh is devoe gonna try and steal barry's body at one point but why would he want to do that? To add speedster to his powers? I guess, but <laughs> he has a bunch of other kick-ass powers now. Yeah, and you know what's better better than having a bunch of kick-ass powers? Having all the kick-ass powers. By being a speedster. Well, not just be by that, but I mean just having all the powers. I mean, that is a, a, a villain right there, but <laughs> I true. mean, I don't know. I, I, I just think that, once again, we have no real plan yet that we see of DeVoe like his the reason he became the thinker was because he was going to help solve all the world's problems and yet he has still not done that he's already put Barry Allen in prison uh and he is he hasn't decided to take care of that right and he's become very uh power hungry now yeah so well we did well, he's we, Oh, I was going to say, we, we we did see the first chink in the armor, though, if you want to put it that way. Uh, his wife maybe is realizing she, like, they bit off a little bit more than they wanted because he's not uh, sticking to the plan or whatever, or he, she's not he's not someone that she recognizes anymore, and, you know, she, does, she doesn't like him being in her, her head all the time. Yeah, um, definitely. Do you, do you think that there's been times where she starts questioning him um, and then he, you know, just starts drugging her like he did in this episode? Is that why she's been so loyal all this time? Oh, I don't know. I don't think that, I mean, I, the, I mean, the, 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 that dude's powers with the, the, the tears or whatever, I don't think that that has been around for that long. So he couldn't have been doing it for the whole time they've been together. Oh, you're right. But I think that, uh, he might've been doing it the last couple of weeks. Okay. Cause you really do see her, you know, start to doubt, um, doubt him again. And yeah. the, the, at the end. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I think that's probably going to end up being the downfall she's going to end up betraying him for whatever reason. Now, do you think that he would have thought about that in the, you know, in his foresight? I, I mean, know. he's supposed to be all knowing. So, right. Exactly. Um, so he should have seen that. Barry is out of prison now because of a new power that Dibney discovered. Uh, elongated man can't do this, but plastic man can. But he could take on other people's forms if he thinks about it. And we saw him take on the form of the warden. He just couldn't hold it long enough. 
But then he took on the <laughs> he took on the body the the look of uh, Devoe Devoe's original body. Now, I love it that Barry Allen's out of prison and that he's he's been found acquitted or whatever. However, uh, I don't think that's how the prison system, the justice system, is going to work. <laughs> This guy was murdered, and then he comes back to life, and they say, well, we don't know why he's back to life. Crazy things happen in the city. Okay, that's great, but he still was murdered, so I think Barry would still have to, you know, if all the evidence points to the fact that Barry murdered him, then he murdered him. I mean, just because he came back or to life. Or at least tried to. Or at least, well, they found him dead. They The, the, the coroner pronounced him pronounced him dead and then they buried him so the guy is dead he just because he came back to life later doesn't mean that he didn't die (laughs) (laughs) that is true now i know that they that they had ralph throw in the little bit of extra dialogue saying uh someone said something about framing barry allen but i i was just like this is this was just sloppy this is very sloppy (laughs) And I mean, um, they said like, okay, you know, we're going to have to talk to you some more about this. Doesn't that mean that he's going to have to be, you know, devote a lot more? Yes, he would. And I, I, I could just imagine the wife being like, oh, fuck. They figured out a way to get around this. I don't know what to do here. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. He's my <laughs> husband, you know, kind of thing. And, like, she even brings it up. It's like, so, hey, what are we to do with this? Barry's free now, and uh, their friend can transform into other people. It's like, <laughs> oh, never mind. I didn't see it coming. It's okay. Just a miscalculation. Right. Let's drink. We still won. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to say about The Flash? Uh, I think that's pretty much uh, all i wanted to say um and again i'll just say that plastic man long gave man is amazing on the show yes <laughs> yes yes he is <laughs> uh arrow we had the death of vincent scoble do you think he's actually dead uh so you know you said he's like deadpool in a way so if he can fully regenerate still, then no, he's going to come back. I mean, they've already showed us that he has a healing factor. Why yeah. wouldn't he be able to come back from that? It, all it was was Black Siren yelling into his ear, which I assume burst his ear bu- his ear vest, uh, eardrums and then melted his brain. However, I just think that if given enough time, he should be able to heal from that. Yeah, I think so too. He should. There's no reason why he shouldn't be able to heal. So I, I really feel like he's gonna pop up again to where you know later on in the season, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, oh my god!" And then they were like, "Oh, you had no right to be mad at me, Dinah. I was right all along. Right, just to save the city." Yeah. Uh. So yeah, there, there was the tracking of the the person that was betraying. Caden uh, James. Then towards the end of the episode, you find out that the video that frames Oliver for killing Caden James's son is fake. Same person that faked uh, the photo earlier in the season. And uh, it, it's pretty much all that really happens in that episode. 
Okay, so I just got to say this. You know, for someone being so, you know, such a great hacker, so tech savvy, wouldn't a, he be able to tell that it was a very bad Photoshop job and also that the video was edited to make it look like Ollie? I would think so, but I guess you'd have to throw out there that, you know, he's just super emotional about it because it's his son. So, like, every time he has, he looks at the video, the you know, the video, he just doesn't really look at it because he's so upset about it. That's the only thing that I could see. Okay, that, that could actually make sense then. <laughs> uh, and then in the next, uh, the next episode, it's all about uh, the bomb that Caden James has set up to blow up Star City because it wouldn't be Star City unless someone's trying to destroy the whole fucking place. And, uh, you know, once again, we got to get the team back together to, to catch all the bad guys. Uh, they have the proof to show Caden James that, hey, it wasn't Oliver that killed your son. Is this other person, someone on your team, hired him to kill your son. And Caden uh, James is like, well, you get me the, the three people that left on my team to be in front of me who's to say it couldn't have been vigilante or uh his other assistant guy that got killed Check. by vigilante yeah you know but it wasn't it's it's obviously one of these three black siren uh richard diaz ricardo diaz or anatoly that had to have been the ones that did it so they yep. go they we got the we got dinah and lance to go track down uh, Laurel, we got Mad Dog and Terrific to track down Diaz. Uh, Richard Diaz. Yeah, and then Diggle and Ollie to track down Anatoly. Now, I don't know. If it was me, I would have split up the two teams. I would have put like Diggle and Mad Dog together, or Wild Dog, and then Terrific and Ollie together, or vice versa, you know. Just to be like one from our team, one from your team, kind of thing. So, so they can watch each other, make sure they don't they don't do anything sneaky, right? Or, or even like just to just for more conflict. Could you imagine Wild Dog and Oliver together? Like, obviously, they don't like each other, or at least Wild Dog doesn't like Oliver. Yeah. So it, it, there would have been some more drama there. Yeah, more drama instead of just what we got, which was fine, I guess, but. It wasn't great. Yeah. Now, the, uh, one of the things I really wanted to talk about was when Dinah, not Dinah, Laurel steps up and says, I'm the one that killed your son. And then all of a sudden the, the interference between the collar and the, 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 uh, the switch start happening. And they, they're, they're wanting to, go, uh, the, the, the collar's going to turn off and Laurel's going to get her powers back. She gets her powers back. She uses it on Caden James, and then nobody does anything while she turns and starts using her powers on everybody else individually. Like, I could understand if she... <laughs> yeah, they just sat there and watched. Now, I can understand that if uh, she, like, did it as one big burst and hit everybody at the same time, but that's not what happens. She literally stops and does everybody individually, and Oliver Queen... As Green Arrow, who we know to be super quick with his arrows, he can shoot another person's arrow out of the air, does nothing. Uh, Wild Dog, who <laughs> uses her his gun all the time, does nothing. T-Spheres, nowhere to be seen. Diggle, <laughs> with his gun, nothing. 
I, I, it was just ridiculous, right? Am I the only one that saw that as ridiculous? No, you're absolutely right. You know, why would they just watch? You know, there should be reason to uh, to stop her, but no, like, ooh, let's see how this unfolds. Maybe, maybe Dinah will kill, you know, Caden James for us, and, you know, we don't have to do anything else. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. It's just... Oh, you meant Laurel, but yeah, it 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 could have been. Oh yeah, Laurel. <laughs> it, it was just, uh, it was it was a bad part of the episode. Now, some of the parts that I liked were like the part where Dinah runs into the room and starts beating on all of uh, Diaz's men to find out where uh, Laurel is. That was filmed awesome, and the fight the fighting that was great. So I, you know, that was I thought that was pretty cool. I don't understand is that how Laurel and I guess I really don't have the, the, the background or no, really don't know the background of that, that particular Laurel, but how she can stay, you know, uh, on equal ground with Dinah, who's super trained to be a fighter. That's true, because she, she's a cop, so yeah, so she has to go through all that, you know, hand-to-hand combat. Well, I mean, yeah, she was and, she was already trained when she was a cop, and then she's also trained by Ollie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was just, it, maybe she's just too emotional, and that's why she got, the uh, Laurel got the upper hand on her. Sure, we'll blame it on that then. And we We just have to blame all of it on emotions all the time, right? Right. <laughs> uh, however, she does get a hold of Lance's gun, shoots Laurel as Laurel is hitting her with a, a siren scream. Uh, and she shoots her in the gut. And then, of course, Lance fucking takes her off to patch her up. And he's going to pull out the, the good Laurel out of her. And I really don't understand this storyline, other than the fact that they want to bring... Laurel, like a good Laurel, back into the universe for whatever reason. Maybe Felicity. I don't know why. (laughs) We already have a Black Canary right now. We yeah, exactly, and a better one if I had to say so myself. (laughs) But I, I really don't. I really don't get this. Now, I was thinking about this during the episode. What do you think of like Katie Cassidy and how she feels about it? Like the first five seasons of the of the show or maybe the first three, four seasons of the show, she's a very prominent part of the show. She's, she's uh Laurel Lance. She's black. She's well, did she, yeah, she eventually becomes black canary, but she's, you know, a big part of the show. And then this season, she's almost not even a regular cast member. That's true. Like they're cutting her part smaller and smaller. Well, I guess it was four, four, four seasons because the fifth season she was already Black Siren, right? Yeah, and she was kind of dead. She was only alive in the Flash, I think. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, obviously she's she's getting paid, so she's happy about it. But I just think it'd be kind of a weird thing that she's taking such a backseat to the show now. Yeah. And I don't know, man, the whole, uh, you know, I'm going to make you a good Laurel again. Uh, that's just getting kind of weird and getting old now for me. It's getting really old. It, it it really is. Like, you need to just give up on her or or they need to change her already, which I think would be stupid. But, uh, yeah, they need to just give up on that character. 
Yeah, and uh, definitely, okay, if you're missing your daughter, why don't you call your other one, the one that's time traveling? I'm yeah. sure she can make time to visit you. That, that would be cool, you know, actually spending time with that one or talking to her. I mean, I guess there was a lot more time that she supposedly had been dead that uh, that he might have got over it or whatever. But, yeah, how about that? <laughs> that's the show... I don't know. One thing I really do, do want think- to know is I want to lo- I want to know where this Laurel is from. Which what 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 Earth she's from? Didn't they say she was from Earth too? So she would be from the Earth that uh, Wells is from. Wells or is Harry. From? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did they say that? I don't know. I would assume so. All right. Well, that's something we'll have to look up then. I, I really don't know. Okay. Uh, and then the last part, we find out that the real person that set this all up uh, killed Caden James' son so that Caden James would be upset with Oliver Queen, uh, Green Arrow, and then tear the city apart was Ricardo Diaz, Richard Dragon. Uh, also that he can pick up the pieces and become the new for lack of better term, kingpin of crime in Star City. We haven't had one of those in a while, so, you know. I mean, I really feel like unleashing Caden James on on Green Arrow probably wasn't the best idea. But I I guess as long as he already, he always had an endgame of killing Caden James, he's he's doing okay because he has... He says he's got politicians on his payroll. He's got the uh, chief of police on his payroll. So more power to him. I, I guess I owe an apology because I kept saying that he did. He had no purpose on this show. Well, here's his they purpose. Were just saving him for this moment. Yeah, I guess so. So, do you think that he's gonna, um, you know, tell Anatoly like, "Hey, you and I could both run," you know? the city you can do you know sell your drugs and i can push my weapons uh i would say no i don't think that he would want to pull in anatoly i think he's gonna just want to do it all himself because he doesn't sound like he's a person that wants to share power okay well then i'll miss anatoly (laughs) do you think he'll kill anatoly i hope not even though like yeah he became an asshole he became a bad guy just because we grew up with him from the you know the beginning of the show, I will be legitimately sad if they killed him off. <laughs> what did you uh, what did what did you think when William went to his like his flash backpack and uh, looked at it and he and he, obviously he had the idea of I'm going to go to where the trouble is going to be. Did you think there was a costume in that backpack? Because that's the first thing I thought. No, I was just like, oh, I need my shit. You know, there's some important things in here. I should just get going. Oh, I know. That's just, that's a, literally what I thought. I was like, oh my god, did this kid make himself a costume? Is he gonna be a? Is he gonna be the new Speedy? Did he make himself a Speedy costume? And that none of that happened though. He did. He did face off against Caden James though, to keep Caden from blowing up the city. But uh, yeah, he, uh, he he didn't do that. I was like, this kid has a death wish. I mean, he obviously was very much uh, afraid of losing Oliver 
even though he already stated in earlier episodes that if he Oliver dies, he gets to have a new mommy, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when he said in that creepy way. Very creepy. But anything else you want to say about Arrow? I think that's pretty uh, pretty much it. I don't think I have anything else to say. Okay, Black Lightning. Uh, two episodes of that. Uh, I have to say, I honestly have to say, I did not realize that his oldest daughter was uh, a teacher at his school. Like, I just thought that she was like a senior in high school. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that uh, she was a senior, and then I think it's Jen, or Jennifer, uh, was a freshman. Right. But apparently but, that's uh, not no, what it is. She's a teacher. Yeah, so, so is she living at home still? That's another thing I don't understand. The the uh, Black Lightning and his wife are divorced, or are they separated? They're divorced. But are they living in the same house still? No, what ended up happening um, is after they got kidnapped, um, he's like, hey, I think, um, you know, when I'm off at work, you know, you should be at home watching the girls so we can feel safe, and then, you know, we'll take turns kind of thing. Well, doesn't she, isn't she a doctor? Isn't Doesn't she have a job, too? I have no idea what's going on with that, then. <laughs> Using all her sick time. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she's not a doctor, but she does have a job. I know that. Uh, but yeah, that's, I, I, yeah, I don't really, I, I don't quite understand the, the, the home life and how that all works, but I guess that's a thing. So how do you feel about the show three episodes in now? Um, I, I'm still enjoying it by far, uh, or so far. I mean, um, you know, there's some things here and there that, you know, I can be picky with, but other than that, I'm definitely enjoying it. Oh, wait, are we three episodes in or four episodes? We're four episodes in. We're four episodes in now. I thought it was interesting in the third episode. So we started off with the, the, uh, with Lala being the bad guy, right? Is it Lala? Yeah. Lala. Yeah. Like he was the, the, the bad guy in the first episode. And then we find out that he has a boss and that's Tobias church. Whale. Sorry. Tobias whale. (laughs) And Tobias says something about, uh, there's always somebody to answer to. Right. Right. And then we find out that he has a, a boss and it's, uh, lady Eve. Yep. And then in the fourth episode, lady Eve's like, well, you know, I have my partners to answer to. It's like, so then she has a boss. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> is like, th- th- how far does this fucking corporate ladder in the 100 go? I know. I thought Tobias was like, you know, like Kingpin from the Marvel Universe. That's what I thought too. But apparently he's not the, even the, the high man on the totem pole. He's pretty low. Like when she's explaining that. We when me and my partners brought you in, you were a politician, and you know you'd gotten outed or for whatever, and uh, we you know we let you be a boss. It's like how does a person who used to be a politician go to being a gang member, a gang boss? Like that seems weird, right? And all they say they don't give us much, and I hope they explain it later, but. Black Lightning is the only thing that stopped him from become from becoming elected, and so he turned to a life of crime. Yeah, and he uh, he supposedly or he thought that he killed Black Lightning, and then he goes and talks to the coroner, and the coroner's like, "I don't know, 
my boss is the one that brought in the body, so I just assumed that he was dead. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> like, both how do you of, not know? Yeah, how do you? It's your job to know if someone's dead or not. You're like, I don't know. Let's just say he's dead. And I mean, if they brought in a dead body, wouldn't they have to, you know, do an autopsy or something? Well, what I want to know is if they brought in a dead body, whose body was it then? <laughs> <laughs> Did. Did Jefferson Pierce just find another dead body and throw the Black Lightning costume onto it so that people thought that that was Black Lightning? I mean, that would be pretty smart, but I just don't see it being practical. No. I mean, you'd have to find another dead body, for one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think of Gamby? Like, I think they put a little bit too... Like, this guy is a tailor, and all of a sudden he's also a hacker, and he's, uh, you know, an inventor, and I mean, I guess he's win. Because that was when, in the first season of the sh- of Supergirl, because he made uh, Supergirl's costume, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, he's no longer uh, uh, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's he's a little bit more than Alfred, but I, I don't know. It, I think he's a little bit too much of the, the catch-all at this point, which he is a character in the... In the DC comic books, he's the one that makes the costumes for all the like the Flash villains. The oh, rogues, really? The Rogue Gallery, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, but it's weird that he's not on the Flash show now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if if this ends up being in the same Earth as Supergirl, do you want to see them do a, a crossover? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I know that you also said something that you noticed uh, about when he's Black Lightning and when he's Jefferson Pierce. Oh, yeah, that's right. So um, you always mention that, you know, when you read Superman comics, um, you know, the way to uh, make him two different people is that Clark, uh, you know, obviously has the glasses, but he also slouches. Um, and, you know, watching the show, I noticed that when he's uh, Jefferson Pierce, he slouches a lot. And then uh, when he, you know, is obviously Black Lightning, he stands up tall and proud and, you know, with, you know, straight back. So really good posture makes himself look bigger. (laughs) So I wanted to I I was listening to uh, the Nerdist podcast earlier today. Well, I'm sorry. It's not the Nerdist podcast anymore. It's the ID10T podcast now. And he had Cress Williams on the show. And the guy is actually 6'5". Holy he, yeah, and he said that he just he naturally slouches all the time, like he just does it on his own, and he is something that he's been having to work on since working on this show because the different directors always tell him that when he's in the black lightning suit, he needs to stand up straight because he's a superhero and he needs to, you know, portray himself as one. So you know, it's it's kind of a it's it's kind of just the thing that he do, he did like naturally. Wow. So, yeah. It, I mean, whether it was a conscious or subconscious decision, he, he, it's something that he did. Crazy. So one thing I don't like, because uh, my first introduction to the character of Thunder, which is uh, his his oldest daughter, Anissa, and uh, Grace Choi, who is the girl that she ends up kind of liking from the bookstore, the, both characters, for me, were introduced in the Outsiders comic book. And they became a couple in that too. Grace Choi, though, was 
a uh, girl that left Themyscira because she's an Amazon. Like what? She, yes, she's supposed to be super tall, super muscular, and obviously can fight for herself. But in the show, they they just went with the fact that she's Asian and. Uh, she's a, not only does she work as a bartender or as a, a, a person at the bookstore, did she, was, was she at the bookstore? Was she working at the bookstore? Was it a library or what? Yeah, she was, um, I think it was the library, but yeah, she was working there. Okay. So she was working at the library, but she's also a bartender at a, uh, uh, gay club, lesbian bar. I want to say so. Yeah. Okay. When they were coming out of the lesbian bar. A bunch of guys decided, hey, your bar is an affront to mankind, so we don't like you. Let's get into a fight. Like, it was the weirdest thing. Like, I, I, I'm i not trying to say that uh, hate crimes against homosexuals don't exist. They obviously do. But the way they portrayed it in the episode, I thought was very strange. Just picking the fight because of that? Not just because it. of that, but the way that the guy tried to convey that he was angry about homosexuality and the, the lesbians in the bar. It just seemed very odd. Like, the way that he did it, he went about it, the way that he's acting. Maybe the actor himself just doesn't, is so far from believing in that, that he just couldn't detach himself. I don't know. <laughs> but it gave Thunder her chance to use her powers uh, against those guys to protect the two of them. She also yep. went and used her powers against drug dealers that were trying to sell drugs to uh, some of her students from the school. And she's wearing a hoodie and she uses her power. Like, it was funny. Like, she goes, like, when they're showing her the, their gun, like, what are you going to do about it? And, she, and they show, they flash their gun at her. It, like, she just, it seemed very. I don't know. It was weird. Like I, I kind of felt like, oh, you guys done fucked up now because she's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> and she does come back later and beats the crap out of them to the point that she, she's afraid that she might have killed them. She calls nine one one. She killed them. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, she doesn't know how to use her powers yet. You know, she's just using brute force. So, you know, if you don't know how to use your power, you can't hold it back. You might actually kill someone, or maybe that guy's sternum broke. Who knows? Yeah, I'm going I'm to go with that. His sternum is definitely cracked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. And then, the, uh, I mean, what, at what point do you come out and just start and tell your parents, like, hey, I have a superpower? Yeah, it's not going to be easy. I think it's going to come out accidentally. Yeah. And then, you know, and obviously it's going to be Pierce who fi- being the dad who finds out, not Black Lightning. Yeah, so obviously she has she she probably already at, at at some point came out to her parents as as being homosexual. Do, do you think they're going to portray that her having to come out the fact that she has superpowers is going to be just as difficult or or what or something like that? No, they said that uh, when she came out that the parents you know supported her and loved her and gave her a bunch of hugs and love. Right. I, I, I'm not saying her particular uh, coming out, but like, oh, okay. I mean, in general, like the same way they did in X-Men 2 when Bobby has to, you know, talk to his parents about the fact that he has a mute, he has mutant ability and that he's a mutant, even though they already know that uh, they, it's very much an allegory for uh, 
so having to come out to your parents and be like, yes, I am gay. This is who I am because that's what they were trying to portray in that particular instance. Do you think they're going to do the uh, same thing with her? I guess is what my, my question was. I think they're going to freak out. Yeah. Even black lightning who also has powers. Yeah. Well, Jeff. Okay. When he's Jefferson Pierce. Yeah. He has to act concerned and he's going to freak out. Ah, uh, okay. Like, I guess at that point, if when you find out your daughter has powers, you kind of have to just be like, yeah, I also have powers kind of thing. It's my fault that you have powers. Right. So. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I want, I've been wanting to ask you, did he catch that uh, when she was in the library sitting down and she was uh, checking out uh, Grace and she showed her the comic, did he notice that that was an Outsiders comic? I did. And I, you know, I wanted to say something about that and I totally forgot, but yeah, you're right. That was an Outsiders comic, which is a nice nod to the fact that the two of them meet in the, in the comic books on that, on that team. Yeah. I don't know. Like if they're going to reference comics though, why reference, you know, the comic that you're a part of, why not reference, you know, other heroes from that universe that we already know about. That's, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, Like teen Titans could be, you know, fictional comic book characters for like, you know, that universe or something. But what if in the time that, Jefferson Pierce was uh, Black Lightning the nine years prior before he gave it up. What if he did join the the Outsiders as a team, and because of that, they made a comic book about it? Oh, that's actually pretty cool. Right? I actually like that. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that would just mean that there's other super-powered people. I mean, he is an original member of the Outsiders, so... Uh, okay. It, it, I mean, that just means that there's other powered people in the universe, and we get, we'll, we maybe we'll get to see them. That's true. Oh, another thing um, that I forgot to mention is um, the. I think it was a producer or the writer for the show. Um, he said that um, hopefully CW let um, lets them have more creative freedom, and they could bring in Static Shock. Ooh, really? I didn't. I didn't see that. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, so they're probably telling him to hold hold off on that for now, right? And wait a little bit later. Uh, the the boyfriend of Jennifer, we find out that he didn't die, but he is definitely not going to ever be able to walk again. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and did we talk about that episode? Was that the episode that we? That we started on when they 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 went yeah. to go shoot him, they went to go shoot Black Lightning. Yeah, yeah uh, we didn't talk about that episode. That's um, ep- yeah, the third episode that we we're supposed to talk about. Yeah, so they go to shoot the Reverend, and it goes through the Reverend and it hits the uh, the the boyfriend. Do you think that was the plan the whole time to shoot the Reverend, or the pl- was the plan to shoot Jefferson and they missed? I think it was to shoot Jefferson, um, and they missed. Oh, okay. Um, no, not well, Jefferson. I'm sorry. No, no. Yeah, they meant to shoot the the um, the Reverend. Oh, okay. Because they wanted to be like, look, this is what you do when you ha- when you go up against us, kind of thing. Yeah, here to send a message. When when they shoot the Reverend, like, what was it I, to me? Like, it seemed like it was dumb. What black lightning was doing like he was facing the crowd instead of like walking with them or i don't know it, it was a That's weird true. 
Yeah. He could have been a body bodyguard to yeah, the crowd. Exactly. But he's sitting there facing the crowd like looking at them like it trying to me it felt like he was trying to intimidate them. Yeah, I mean oh yeah. Yeah, because uh he didn't want the march to happen at all, I think. Even so I I don't know. It it was weird. It it was it seems kind of weird to me. That's why Gamby set up that barricade. Right. Yeah, you're right. Uh Oh, the other thing that I liked was when uh Black Lightning comes in to talk to Two Bits, and <laughs> you know Two Bits is like, "No, no, no! I know what's going to happen. You're going to knock me out, and you know people are going to, or that because that's what you you're do. Gonna call the cops, and you're going to call the cops because that's what you do. But how about you, you know, uh, take a picture with me before you do, kind of thing. And he's like, and "No, he man. He's like, no. <laughs> and then he just knocks him out. Yep." That was a great moment. It was a good moment. Um, <laughs> so one thing I don't really understand either is, you know, Tobias says that he can't show his face or, like, he can't go out too much because he has multiple warrants out for his arrest. But if they have warrants out for him, can't the cops legally look for him or try to bust down, like, his little areas where he has his hideouts and stashes to try to arrest them. Yeah, they can. I, I guess the, the the problem is that they just don't know where he's at. And then also is the, the fact that, you know, the cops kind of really don't go up against the 100, I guess. Well, that, that makes sense. It seems like, it seems like they don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, yeah. the cops are kind of weird in this, like they don't like black lightning and they, but then again, you know, that's what the show is supposed to be back. It's supposed to be, kind of different than the rest of the comic book TV shows that we talk about. Right. You know, I'm also surprised that um, the detective who is, uh, you know, Jefferson's um, buddy, I'm surprised that he doesn't know that he's Black Lightning. I mean, I I am too. I'm surprised that no one sees it. (laughs) But then again, (laughs) that's kind of just what you have to do with all superheroes, right? I mean, other than maybe, if you're just going off these TV shows, like the Flash covers up his whole face and head other than his mouth. So I can see him getting away with the fact that no one knows it's him, especially if he does the whole vibrating his face and voice thing. But the rest of the stuff, like Green Arrow, Supergirl, uh, Black Lightning, you know, just about anybody else. It, 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 there's nothing really stopping people from recognizing you. It, it just doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> you look Unless exactly you're the legends you. because you're time traveling. Yeah, and and oh, Wild Dog, he wears the the mask and and stuff, so he's good. He's covered up. What about what would you say for Mister Terrific? Yeah, Mister Terrific, I, I'm pretty sure you, you you're you're given away. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's obvious who you are. If same with Ray Palmer. Same with Ray Palmer. Same with uh, Diggle, Diggle. Same with uh, uh, the new Black Canary. So it's, the, the masks just don't hide enough of your face. It just it just doesn't doesn't work. Yeah, and I don't get why you know he was covering his eyes with his glasses. If yeah, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, was there anything else you wanted to talk about with Black Lightning? No, that's it. Okay. All right, so that's what we're going to talk about for 
today. We will come back next week with a episode of Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow's Return, and the f- mid-season finale of Agents of Shield, which was really good. So, can't wait to talk about that. What do you think, Daniel? Same here. Same. Here. I'm ready to talk about Agents of Shield. Uh, I am so ready too. And since we're gonna save it for another week, I think I might rewatch it just to just to watch it again. I know I'm gonna have to. <laughs> uh, if anybody has anything they'd like to talk about for these episodes that we talked about or the stories that we talked about, uh, you can find me on Twitter as at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Daniel's also on Twitter as super commie Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Radio is our Facebook page. And GeekEliteRadio.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. But until then, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Radio Network saying always remember to geek out. Geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.